Are you ready this morning? Thank you, choir. And thank you, choir. The glory of the Lord is in the atmosphere. I will start from the back instead of from the front. Let's read Exodus. Exodus 35. This is a very supercharged service. Let's start verse, let's read verse 30. Exodus 35, 30. And Moses said unto the children of Israel, See, the Lord had called by name Bazalel, the son of Uri, the son of Or, of the tribe of Judah. That's one. And he had filled him with the Spirit of God. In wisdom. You know, Isaiah 11 says that a branch shall come forth from the stand of Jesse. And he said the Spirit of God will rest upon him. And he mentioned about seven functions or seven pipes of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of might. The Spirit of counsel. Let, let, let me read that one in Isaiah 11 before I ask us to take our seats. Because we are getting something from there. Don't worry. It's not the usual service. What is happening this morning is that there is an anointing coming upon every single person standing there and every single person watching us right now. There shall come forth a rod out of the stand of Jesse and a branch shall go out of his rod. Verse 2. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. And the spirit of wisdom. Now there is what is called the spirit of the Lord. One. Spirit of wisdom, two, understanding, three. Spirit of counsel, four, of might, five. Spirit of knowledge, six, and of the fear of God. Seven. Seven spirits of the Lord. Now, this is talking about Jesus Christ. Jesus walked on the earth and operated his ministry for about three and a half years, yet the ministry is blessing the whole world right now because the seven spirits of the Lord rested upon him. Now, go back to Exodus. Now, this is what... The Lord is saying, and I filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom, not in counsel, not in might, not in power, but in wisdom and understanding and knowledge in all manner of workmanship. Resculia, we get there. I heard the Lord clearly last night. If you are a tailor or you're so fashion designer, your paint, your right to do things with your hand. Get ready. This is a service that transforms your life. You make air for people. You build things with your hand. There is an anointing. Knowledge in all manner of workmanship. Look at the next verse. To devise curious works. To work in gold and in silver and in brass. Verse 33. Cutting of stones. To set them in carving of wood. <laughs> Carpenters here are blessed. To make all manner of cunning works. Verse 34. And I have put it in his heart that he may teach. Oh, this stood before me yesterday. God is not only going to anoint people. He will anoint you that what you receive 
you can transfer that means you can actually equip other people to work in the same thing why is this happening let's just breathe, build the bridge into what we are saying and then we get into what the lord will ask have us do today which is to pray and i'm going to be speaking god's word Master Billy said some on Saturday, and I'm going to read the same thing he read on Saturday, Isaiah 60. But, but we get to that one. So now, look, just look at this. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Remember where we stopped for service. Proverbs 13, 22. The Bible says, a good man, a good man, liveth an inheritance to his children's children. Number one, God expects a good man not to be a debtor. God expects a good man not to be a victim of the system. He is so blessed that he lives inheritance. He does not become 80 and be asking for his children for money. Oh, yeah. You can have your seats. Briefly. <laughs> Are you with me this morning? A good man does not say we've trained you to go to school. Now take care of us. The Bible says he lives inheritance not only for his children... For his children's children. But then we are interested also in the second part. The wealth of the sinner. Aye. Is laid up for the just. Aye. Praise the Lord. Did you see that? We come back here. Ecclesiastes 2.26. Where we read before. The wealth of the sinner. The Bible says it's laid for the just. For God giveth to a man that is good in his sight, wisdom and knowledge and joy. But to sinners he giveth travail, labor, to gather, to heap it up, store it in an account. That he may... <laughs> Hallelujah. There is redistribution going on this morning. The sinner will labor to steal. He will build it into an account. But the Bible says at the end of the day, it is so that God can give it to a man that is good in his sight. The first time a pastor taught this many years ago. So some people, righteous people started saying, you know, there are people who hate the Bible. Even though they claim to be Christians. Uh, don't be covetous. I want to collect. You're, you're not collecting big You're not collecting this one. Well, nobody is saying that. Just look at what the Bible says. Here is the whole thing. Number one, God is just. It is covetousness to go and say, this man, you are a sinner. So this house you have built belongs to me. That is not what God wants to do. But there is a legal way. There is the right way that God will do it. Because God wants to be just. He doesn't do things anyhow. Are you with me? The reason why Satan has not been thrown into hell is because of the just nature of God. Adam gave it to him. Adam's lease must expire. God is just, but God has a system. There is a bridge. And that's what I want to talk about this morning. There is a bridge. You see, he is called the only wise God. Number one reason why God is justified to do that is in Psalm 24. The Bible says, the earth is the Lord's. Nobody brought anything into this world. The earth is the Lord's. So the oil in the ground. Whatever you are tampering with or you are doing on earth, the Bible said, the, not only the Bible said, the, Lord, the earth is the Lord and the fullness 
they are wrong. Now the Bible goes on to say, the word and day, day, everybody who dwells in the world belongs to God. So he has absolute ownership over everything and everyone. So he's more than qualified to redistribute. He is God. But then he won't just do it. There is a way. Hallelujah. Wealth stored. There is a way. When God wants to move, what he does is in the book of Agai chapter 2 verse 7. Look at what the Bible says here. And this is what is happening right now. The Bible says, I will shake all nations. Oh, Jesus, do you see shakers in the world right now? And the desire of nations shall come. I will fill this house with glory, see the Lord. Verse 8, he brags and he says, silver is mine. Would the first side, the Bible said that for thine is the kingdom. Silver is mine, gold is mine, see the Lord. It does not belong to any man, it belongs to God. Then he said, because it belongs to me, and the larger part of it is in the hands of sinners, what the Lord will do is what is called a shaking. Mm. Oh, hallelujah. I think it's Hebrews 12. If you go down, the Bible says, we have a kingdom that cannot shake. What verse is that in Hebrews 12? Having a kingdom we cannot shake, let us receive grace. So, this is what God does. Hallelujah. This will also be a prophetic word to just all that matters in these last days is to find where your root is. This is why if your strength is not in the Lord, if your strength and your confidence is in any other thing, you will shake when the word is shaking. And the word is shaking right now. The Bible says, wherefore, we receiving a kingdom. I spoke a little about kingdom for service. A kingdom that cannot be moved. So, Let's go back to verse 26. I'll be very fast. Now we'll read. Whose voice shook the earth, but now I promise saying, yet once more I will shake the earth. Not only the earth, but I will shake heaven. The current shaking going on, more shakings are coming. The Bible says that he promised that he will shake. When the shakings are going on, he has said to his children, the kingdom you belong to cannot shake. You see, in Matthew chapter 7, if you read the story of the wise man, the house built on the rock and the house built on the sound, the same event happened to the two houses. The rain fell, the wind. God will allow event to come into the world. It will come for the whole world. But in the midst of the world, there are people who are standing on a foundation that cannot shake. Are you with me? So it was not the event that crumbled one house. It was the foundation. Rain fell on the two houses. Wind blew against the two houses. But one house stood. Because one was built on, unshake, on an unshakable foundation. Hallelujah. When the shaking is going on, there is a reason. So let's look at two examples in the Bible. Have you read the account of Joseph in Psalm 105? The Bible says a call for famine. Psalm 105, let's start from verse 7. Now you begin to understand the kind of shaking because this is how God does. Now, God wants to be just. Remember, I've been saying that if he goes to a sinner and he collects his money and he gives you, that would be unjust. But he has a system of doing it in a legal way. 
And the beginning of the system is that there will be a shaking. Hallelujah. Shaking is for redistributing things. For instance, a little shaking through COVID now, nose mask was not a business five years ago. If you made nose mask, it will lead to nothing. There was a shaking where it came to some people. Health sector had more money than ever before by COVID. Now, hand sanitizer was not selling. Shaking as a way of redistributing things. Are you getting what I'm saying? Do you know how most of IT people made that time? Because people could not go home, so they were doing online. Zoom made money. Are <laughs> you getting what I'm saying? So, people started doing programs online, conference online, office meeting online, and data consumption went up. Shaking, we always redistribute things. Transportation business went down. Many airlines laid off their staff. Shaking. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. Check a year before the COVID. See how much people spent on flying all over, all over the world. When COVID came, the wealth is still the same wealth, but it went through another channel. Amount of Moreover, he called for farming upon the land and he break the whole staff of bread. Who did? Hallelujah. There was something he was shooting for. He called for farming. Now, how does God... <laughs> I said, remember, just keep this at the back of your mind. There will always be a shaking. So this was a worldwide famine. The first worldwide famine recorded was in Genesis 13 or 12 or 13. Abraham experienced the famine, Genesis 12. As soon as God told him to step out, the Bible said that so he went to Egypt. He came out of Egypt with abundance. Now, hear me, everybody. This thing called money. Please, if you are not for service, understand that everything I'm sharing, I'm not dealing with materialistic Christian. I'm talking about kingdom-minded Christian because there is a work to be done. You must be a man of influence and resources give you influence. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah, there are influence you get by praying. There are influence you get because you stand as a pillar in the society. If we don't have many pillars who stand for what is right, what is right will crumble before our eyes. We are talking about clash going on between kingdoms and agendas. We are talking about the battle between Mordecai and Amman. We are talking about Satan promoting people in the society to put virus out there. We are talking about who controls the media, who controls education, who controls health sector. That's what we are talking about. We are talking about Christians who are thinking of buying 15 cars that they will not need. We are talking about those who want to rise for the sake of the kingdom. That's what we are talking about. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen, amen. I have said this prophetically. By the grace of God, somebody will rise one day in a particular state in Nigeria, win an election, and show people that you do have to embezzle money. But you know to win election in any state, you will spend money. What a pastor told me, which I totally agree with him, is the fact that we need somebody who can spend all that money, but he doesn't, he's not interested in recouping it back. Maybe God has given you 300 billion and you are willing to put 50 billion down your state to win an election because people are so poor that no matter the English you speak, they will not vote for you. If you don't give them things, you have to outgive the one that is deceiving them. 
Then when you come in, you show that, say, I'm not interested in your money. I, what I give you, I, I have given you whatever I've given you. I want to build these states. You go and tell those they give rice to that you bring life, bring transformer. They are not interested in your transformer. They are interested in what they want to eat right now. People are selling their battery and they are selling it with glory. It is when you are not broke that you understand English. I told you what happened in a city in Nigeria. I've said this story before. Very, very funny. There was this man, he was a very popular man, but very, very deeply occulted. He was, they said he would stand inside a big bowl and have his bath. The water that he used to have, they used to cook rice and be giving people food. So their destiny will come to him. Anything they should have become, he will continue to rise. And one guy was preaching to a beggar who used to go and eat food there every day. And said, that, you know, there isn't your destiny. The guy said, I know. He shocked the preacher. He said, of what benefit is the destiny that when they were not using it, I did not have food. At least now that they are using it, they are giving us food one day. He said, oh, even the preacher became confused. Because what is the value of destiny? That gives, of course, we know better that he's selling his future. But you see, to a man, his priority is survivor. To eat. So you are telling him, you are the one who you know that he doesn't care. He should say, I know. He said, I know. He said, everything a man does, we know. He said, but this is where my meal is coming from. He said, I bet. Maybe they continue using them. <laughs> Are you with me? Oh, glory to God. Ah, oh, dear Lord Jesus, help everybody to receive this thing. Are you following me? So, the Bible says, he broke the staff of bread. Remember, money is defined or one of the definitions at the surface level, not at real economy, a medium of exchange. Is that right? A medium of exchange. Now, this is what God does. This is why I'm going to pray for everybody because something is coming on everybody. The Bible says Christ has been made unto us wisdom and power. First Corinthians 1, I think verse 24, wisdom and power. Now, Christ has been made unto wisdom and power. These are the two operations of the Spirit of God. So what God does is that he puts his anointing on his people. The anointing will come upon you, you read about Bazella, in form of wisdom or in form of power. Both wisdom and power, they are a medium of exchange. Hi. Why he will put it there, it will now create a shake-up in the world. And there will be a situation that they will not be able to explain until you come. So when you explain it, you are rewarded and the reward is legal. So the wealth is being transferred. Most, uh, Joseph came to Egypt as a slave. But when he interpreted Pharaoh's dream, that was wisdom functioning. Are you getting what I'm saying? So the wealth of Pharaoh came to Joseph and there was no injustice in it because money is a medium of exchange illegally received from Pharaoh because he interpreted his dream. Did you get that? When Elisha prayed for Naaman, Naaman was a Syrian. An ungodly nation who had leprosy in his hand. And a girl said, if you can go, nobody could heal him in Syria. When he came to Elisha, even though Elisha rejected the gift, but read the Bible, he brought every gift 
Everybody say exchange. Say it again. So believers are not going to point someone's office and say, I receive your office. Point somebody's office and say, I receive your can. No. Believers are going to sit under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. The anointing will multiply their skill. Bazalel could craft in a way that no other person. So the anointing comes upon you as a ear maker. All of a sudden, your saloon is best in town and the exchange begins to take place. No matter the amount you court, people pay it because there is an anointing involved. We are not talking about skill. Skill is necessary. It's important. You must be skillful. Diligence is necessary. But I hear some Christians speaking down prayer nowadays. Let's be hardworking. Are others not hardworking? Are you as, as, as hardworking as Satan? Some of the people who are ruling the world, actually in the entertainment world, some of them even use drugs to stay longer doing their practice and everything. And you can't take drugs. You need something. Somebody here attended a concert with some other business in this kind of secular concert like that. This guy dropped some things in water. They were high. The guy slammed bass overnight and he didn't feel it. Of course, they will say it's the best basis. Are you that you're a believer? You, can't, you, you need. We, we are, see. The time has come for us to begin to value again. That our advantage is in the place of the spirits. By flesh shall no man prevail. By flesh shall no man prevail. If you are touched as a politician listening to me this morning, where do you want to start from? Where do you want to start? Except there is the anointing upon you. Even when God called Jesus, he put the anointing. You can't function without it. God didn't say that, Bezeloya, you are skillful. Go and work for me. God told Moses that I have filled him with the spirits. I have filled him with it. That is the only way. Bezale, nobody had seen the tabernacle before. Nobody had seen the priest garment before. As they told him, this is what I want you to make. By supernatural power, his imagination came alive. And he fabricated everything needed in the temple. And he never made a mistake once. Oh, that can they give you a job? And the delivery is superb. See, when you go beyond a certain level, they will make referrals on your behalf. Everybody is talking about what to do, but it is not by power. It is not by might. It is not by skill. It is not by diligence. There is grace. You know what I see? Everybody in this church is just flying to a different level. Can you see unusual promotion? We have told you about the copper before. They were about to lose maybe about 7 billion or so in the office. He spoke to the MD and told the MD to do what to do. They recovered the money. Instead of losing about 7 billion, they gained more money. The MD gave him about 6 houses on the streets. Medium of exchange. He said, this guy saved me from losing 7 billion. And he rewarded him. Daniel stood before Nebuchadnezzar, Daniel chapter 2, and he told him the dream. Nebuchadnezzar bowed before Daniel and he ordered, Give him gifts, give him gifts. This is about to happen and it's starting now in the name of Jesus Christ. Uncommon rewards. 
I see the governors looking for you. They call it a little corner where you are right now, yet mighty men will come and meet you in that place because of the glory that prevails. Your name is going, going everywhere. There is an anointing and that is what you are receiving at the service this morning. Oh, glory to God. All Egyptians sold their land. They sold everything until they came to bow to Jesus. You see, we are your slaves. Do anything you like. And Moses said, okay, you know what? Pharaoh said to Joseph, sorry, said to Joseph, nobody breathes without you in this land. He said, no one lifts his finger. God has always done this. And he showed us in Hebrew, he said, I will shake one more time. And there are shakings going on. Nations are troubled. They don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. In a particular nation that has about the highest number of atheists, a woman who got converted used to be on drugs, in a church, the syllabus they are using now to help people recuperate or rehabilitate people in drug centers was written by a Christian woman in Ukraine. They don't want Jesus. They don't want God. But what she wrote was too powerful to be ignored. She brought it from another realm. There are scripts, there are books higher than this realm. There is a way you fabricate clothes. And that's all the everyone is calling for you. Glory to God. This is what we are coming into. He told me last night. He said, as we begin to minister, the anointing will come on the people. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. You know, I see the cloud there. Everybody rise. Already I see fire on some people already. Release yourself. Catch the anointing. Receive the anointing. Receive the anointing. Lebro do kosa halabaya. Lande ke teke bo setalito siya andre kados. Maro seke balakos nalabashatuske. Reteke bo. Supernatural speed in your field. I will never be the same. I touch your grace. Balakata labayatas. Lift up your voice and pray in the spirit. Something is coming on you. have been broken this morning. New records.
everybody pray. A new record is forming. New level. New level. New level. Every build, every career. Balakose teke balatasteres. Yereke sondo prakush talaban koton darabaya. Lokose teke boroto koboshalabaraba. that have stopped are flowing again. Jesus name everybody here and those who are watching me I was waiting for the signal the glory is here stretch your hand your right hand towards me everybody and you can stretch the two hands also if you want to and those of you watching at home do the same thing just as a point of contact There is something like fire mingled with cloud going around the congregation. And it's touching even those who are at home. All over this place, Father, right now, right now, let the anointing for different fields, different area, La Cosia, the same Lord Jesus. The anointing, the anointing for all these offices, all over the hands that are lifted, that are straight towards me. Lord Jesus, you are the one who anoints. Let the oil begin to touch every head right now. Let your hand be upon everyone right now. Thank you, Jesus, for those who are here and those who are at home. Spirit of wisdom, power, thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. Your fire is here. Oh, we worship you. See the anointing of so many people. Lord, let it be everybody. Lord, let it be everybody. Let it be everybody. Thank you, Jesus. Include those who are watching. In your room right there. In your living room. Room. 
the anointing is on you and it is permanent from today you cannot hide anymore influence dominion favor everywhere you go speed in the name of Jesus thank you Jesus somebody pray in tongues just give him praise in tongues possibility Hallelujah. One of the things I'm also led to do, when we prayed yesterday in the morning, Pastor Billy led us into saying Isaiah 60 in a modern translation. And that exactly is the result of, that will be the result of what has happened just this morning. Now, I'm going to ask him to lead us again, and please be loud about it. Confession and declaration are never said secretly or passively. And this is directly from the scripture, not the words of men. And I want you to say it loudly as possible after him. All right, let's go. See, I arise and shine, for my light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon me. Darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall rise upon me, and his glory is seen upon my life. And many people will come to my light, and powerful men to the brightness of my rising. I lift up my eyes round about and see all they gather themselves together. They come to me. My sons come from far. My daughters are raised at my side. I shall see and greatly rejoice. My heart will acknowledge God. My capacity shall be greatly increased because the abundance of the sea is converted to me. The forces of the nations, they come to me. Multitude of vehicles shall cover me. Latest models from the best companies all day from Europe, Asia, and America shall come. They shall bring pounds and dollars to show forth the praise of my God. All the best products shall be made available to me. The latest technology shall minister to me. Every good thing shall be so abundant to glorify the house of his glory. People will wonder how so much abundance can come in so short a time and conclude that God is truly great. Surely... The uttermost lands shall wait on me. There are airlines and ports to bring helpers from far. There are millions of dollars and pounds with them. And you bring great honor to my God. Workers from the best foreign companies shall build up my business, enterprises, institutions, and cities. And their CEOs 
billionaires and presidents shall minister to me. Therefore, my businesses will have no low seasons. They shall not close in the day or night because the best of skilled personnel from around the world and the experts will be brought in great numbers from far near to my doorstep, bringing their panache with them. For the nation and kingdom, the outfits, the corporations, the empires, the conglomerates that will not serve me will become insignificant. Yes, they will become completely irrelevant because the best, the finest, the choicest of human resources and assets of nations shall come to me. Their beauty, their skill, their resources and supplies to beautify the place that God has given me to advance the cause of his kingdom and to make it glorious. The sons of those that afflicted me shall come bending to me and all those that despise me will bow themselves at the soles of my feet and they shall acknowledge me as the city of the Lord, the Zion of the Holy One of Israel, where I've been forsaken and hated so that no one wanted to associate with me. God has made me an eternal excellency, a joy of many generations. I shall benefit from the wealth of the nations and the treasury of kingdoms will be at my disposal because the Lord is my savior and my redeemer, the mighty one of the household of David. Instead of thousands, I will have millions. Instead of millions, billions. Instead of buying cars, I will give many out. Instead of renting properties, I will lease them out, even free of charge. The peace and righteousness of God will fill and control every aspect of my business. My workers shall know God. Every one of them shall flourish. The blessing of God will be upon the thousands that work with me. There will be no violence in my territory, no crimes or injustice within my borders. There shall be no sickness or untimely death. Everyone associated with me will be saved. Every life around me will glorify God. I will not depend on the economy of the nations. My prosperity will not be subject to the forces of the market or of this world. In famine, in recession, I will flourish. I will lend to nations because the Lord shall be unto me an everlasting light. My God, the source of my shining. Therefore, my sun shall no more go down. My moon will not withdraw itself. For the Lord is my everlasting light. And the days of my mourning are ended. My family will also be righteous. They will inherit the land forever. The branch of God's planting. The work of his hands that he may be glorified. The smallest in my house shall command a thousand. And the small ones shall bring forth mighty things on the face of the earth. For the Lord, my God, will hasten it in his time. In the name of Jesus. Somebody rejoice. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. 
I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.